Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. Say what? The Phoenix is rising. 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 Rising, 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 The Phoenix is rising. rising, 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 rising. The Phoenix is rising. rising, rising. Welcome to Warrior of Compassion Reflections, where we reflect current events back to you. Warrior of Compassion Reflections. Available 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. every Wednesday. Despite being beat down, censored, silenced, and betrayed, the voice of freedom still speaks out. Join us as we bring the truth to you on Warrior of Compassion Reflections, where we reflect on the current events of the day not only from the progressive viewpoint, but the humanitarian viewpoint. Visit our website, www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com and consider becoming a patron to support our mission to create a world of justice, equity, and compassion. In our society, being human religiously and being loving and kind is often called being socialist or communist. Just like a country, when it begins to treat all of its citizens with love, compassion and justice. On Warrior of Compassion Reflections, we reflect on this dilemma and the twisting of words and phrases that thwart democracy, so we can break free from the mental manipulation. Now, your host, Dr. Om Prakash Gilmore. Good afternoon, good morning, everyone. It's good to be with you on Warrior of Compassion Reflections, where we always try to help people become the one first best thing that people can be nowadays. That is what we call being fully human. It's not being mediocre. It's not holding oneself back. It's not achieving just enough to be right at the mediocre mark or just a little above it so that one doesn't stand out. No, it's to allow us to be who we are and what we are fully and completely to reach all the heights that are possible because it is the nature of the human being who is nurtured in 
type of atmosphere that promotes love. One of the main things that we do on this radio show is try to pass on the understanding of what such a community should look like and what is necessary for us to have in our hearts and minds and body to be able to enter into such a community. As I say this, I am reminded of old biblical quotes. Many of you don't know, but for a long time I was a very devout fundamentalist Pentecostal, so I know a lot of the biblical quotes. And I learned to look at a lot of them as a metaphor or something with deeper wisdom teachings. But I remember especially the ones about the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. It says that the kingdom of heaven is not in the clouds. It's not going to be coming down from somewhere. The kingdom of heaven is in the midst of you. In the midst of you, meaning in your heart, and it can also be translated as within a group or in your community. So the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven is within all of us. And part of the quote was, those who are persistent are pushing their way into the kingdom right now. The only way we are going to ever have peace on this earth and a healing, caring community is by pushing into the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, the rule of love, pushing into it, into our hearts, and manifesting that in our community so that our community can enter into the creation of love and action. We can't do that as long as we're being brainwashed. We can't do that as long as we are being played against each other. We can't do that as long as people are telling us that we are the best or our way of being is best and everyone else is is inferior. We can't do that as long as we accept one way that we should be living in the world. And we continually strive to live a life that someone else has created and made up and told us what's the right way. And so we find ourselves struggling to be something that no one can be. And the ones at the top who look like they are being that person in actuality are actors. And when the doors close behind the scenes, we see them carrying out the same behaviors, perhaps even worse behaviors that we have seen or been involved in during the worst of times. We are living in a world of hypocrisy. And as long as we continue to accept that hypocrisy, we're never going to make it. We're never going to be happy. We can have all of the things that come from acting and being the best actors. Sometimes we even can learn to act so much that we think we are the role, not realizing we're playing a role. And we are rewarded well if we act the right way, if we brainwash ourselves into being what the world demands, what our culture demands. 
but does the culture demand? It demands that we have power. Power over ourselves, yes, and power within a community, yes, but in our world, the only reason we have these things are not for their own sake, but so we can have power over other people. And that is the measure of whether we have worth or not. If we have power over others and are successful at becoming consumers and gaining wealth, that is all that matters. It doesn't matter how we get it or what we do. As long as we aren't caught, the measure of success is what we have. And lately, it seems to not even matter if we get caught doing things that are horrible in order to make money. We are upheld as being clever sometimes. When that happens, our world is turned upside down. Lack of character, immorality, anti-religion, anti-God, anti-Christ behavior has become the norm. We even live in a time when atheists are rising up. Not every atheist, of course, but some of the more fundamentalist atheists who call themselves authors and scientists who make books and who make money going around like evangelicals or evangelists touring and making lectures and making money off of that have actually been trying to start their own religion out of atheism. The ultimate betrayal, the ultimate hypocrisy, trying to pull people in as a following so that they will buy into all of the fundamentalist slash scientism ideas that have no general basis, just a lot of statements so that they can make money and so that their egos can be fulfilled as people begin to buy into their ways of thinking and being. Unfortunately, most of these people, and I have only seen three posted on social media and in news stories, happen to be white, straight males who are old, around 50 or 60, trying to claim atheism now. It's kind of sad when you really think about it. Problem is we are being conditioned not to think about it. So much junk is being thrown at us. So many worries are being thrown at us that we don't have time to worry about things like that. Instead, we find ourselves fighting over whether we should get a COVID shot or not, or whether we should wear a mask or not fighting over the unimportant things while the world burns, while everybody's ready to go to war, while people in our country are trying to get us ready to fight a war against China and against Russia at the same time. There's a lot going on, and we have to deal with that ourselves.
my question is, how do you deal with it? How do we deal with it? This is something for all of us to consider. Thank you for being with us. We don't ask that you believe everything we say, but we do ask that you do your research on a valid search engine like dogpile.com. The world can be hard sometimes. Things can be downright scary. Even so, if we work together we can create a better world for all of us. Hit the link. Subscribe. Visit our website and find out how we can make this life a little better together. What can be better than helping to make your dreams come true, and helping others do so, at the same time? Join us. Are you a spiritual teacher, or life coach? I think today we, as a country and even the world, are going through a collective shadow event. In other words, all of the hidden things that have been working to cause us pain and suffering in this world have been forced to the surface. How can we deal with this? I am going to a free workshop where leading mystics and Jungian analysts will be talking about what issues may come up, and how to deal with them and everything else happening as a result of living during these troubled times. They also have a school attached that gives lifetime memberships for a ridiculously low price. I am addressing spiritual teachers, because this is something we need to know not only to help ourselves, but so we can at least point people in the right direction when necessary. We can heal this broken society if we work together. You will find a link in the description box that will take you to our website where you can explore the Jung platform for learning. Sometimes they have free events, sometimes for a fee, but there are many, and you can get a valuable lifetime membership for a very low price. Good luck! Let's make this world better, together. What do we do to make the world better? We take care of ourselves. We protect ourselves from the foolishness, from the lies and manipulation. And most importantly, we learn what we need to do in order to work on ourselves. We have depended on other people to take care of us for too long. We depended on church. We depended on state. We depended on education. We depended on many of the institutions that have failed us during this COVID and that have been failing us before this COVID outbreak. It's good to have these institutions in place and to be part of them and to work with them and to be in them, but to be totally dependent on them is a mistake because to be truthful, and this is a frightening thought that a lot of people don't want to think, but to be truthful in a capitalist society where one's survival depends on how much money one has coming in, all of these institutions have to be able to get enough money to exist. In order to get enough money to exist, they have to be doing something that is pleasant to either a very large group of people or large corporations or rich donors. And these people, these groups or donors basically influence what is taught, what is understood, how things are taught and who is hired 
in positions of power. So basically what is going on is that money, big money, is controlling everything, every institution, even the ones who don't want to be controlled by money or constrained, even the 501c3s that are supposed to be nonprofit are trapped. If you don't believe this, just look at the public broadcasting system and NPR. You can see how after the government began to cut funding to them that was paid through our tax system and they began to depend on corporations, you can see how their reports changed truth the way they used to. They allow blatant lies to be spouted out on those radio stations, and instead of challenging those lies and misinterpretations of reality, they just let them go. They let them pass through because they know that the corporations that are donating to them want those ideas to get out, and they know that if they stop them, the government and very conservative elements of it will actually vote and move to punish them by cutting more of their funding. The whole idea of cutting the funding system was to get rid of the independent ability to speak the truth and to put it under the power of the government and corporations. And that is what happened with them. And it is now happening with universities, churches, colleges, hospitals, everything is being absorbed by the corporations and the people who they hire as politicians by donating millions of dollars to their campaigns. So we find ourselves lost, locked into a system where bribery has been made legal and where our voices are never heard. Nowadays, in the United States, 0.01% of the people are supposed to own about 90% of the wealth. This is the case, and since this is the case, how can we compete against them when it comes to raising money to help politicians run? We can't compete against them. They are just running us over like a steamroller, and we can't do anything about it because we don't have the money to pay bribes to get what we need on the ground. These are difficult times. And I would suggest that all of us find ways to deal with the major 
stress issues that come as a result of it. Long ago in Ayurvedic medicine, they said that stress caused more than 90% of the long-term diseases that we have because of inflammation. It took the Western doctors about, I'd say, uh, two, three, four, five hundred years to discover this, but now they discovered what the Ayurvedic doctor said maybe two or three thousand years ago, saying the same thing. Stress is the killer. It is what is destroying us all. And it seems that the longer we exist and the older this civilization gets, the more weaponized the stress has become to make us buy things that we don't really even need. Please visit our website where you can make a donation to our crowdfund. Better yet, join Co-op 5050 where you can begin to raise the funds that will allow you to help yourself and others. Please answer the following questions. 1. Do you want or need more money than you have right now? 2. Do you know two or more people in your network who want or need more money than they have right now? 3. Do you have $75 or more to get started with your own crowdfunding system right now? If you've answered yes to all three hit the link in the description section, watch the short video, and become part of our cooperative crowdfunding system. Now we'll have just a little bit of a break. A poem titled, Alluring Emptiness by Om Prakash. The following poem is written by Om Prakash Gilmore, the title, The Adoring Nothingness. Life consists of special moments woven together by time and space. What I see in your eyes tells me a different story about the empty spaces taking place between each moment, the alluring nothingness that causes stars and planets to move in their orbits that invite the light to the back of the eye, reproducing color, shape, and form, captured minutes of reality going straight to the human brain. These moments between moments where Newton ceases and the universe begins to play. How I long to be what I see in your eyes. Available on vocal.media by Om Prakash. Yes, folks, right now we are doing a lot of writing for vocal.media. We are starting to shift away from our blog talk radio program and to actually do the things that touch our heart and have been a long time, and that is writing. Writing various short stories, writing poetry, and things like that. 
We have a radio show for now called Just Talking, where once a week we will read one of our short stories that is at 12 a.m. every Thursday. I hope that you will join us. This is a time to step out of all of the stress, step into life, to learn about joy and to learn about peace and to let go of all of our struggles. On this show, we often talk about the things that are going on that are not being addressed. We talk about all of the movements, all with one goal, and that goal is subjugation of the masses. The goal is to replicate what is going on in this country right now all over the world, which is 1% of the people owning most of the goods in the world. It's an attempt to recreate a sort of modified feudal system where one small group is seen as the nobility, one group is seen as the minor nobility, like the knights, in this case, the army, the police, the state governments, homeland security, and then the lower level are the serfs. The serfs are the ones who work, who belong to the landlords, who barely make enough money to live and have very little freedom. In the Philadelphia area, almost 70% of the people live very close to the poverty level or below. 50% live at or below the poverty level. We're almost there already. Think of that. All over the world, people becoming economic slaves. And the only way they can move out of this economic slavery is through committing atrocities against their fellow human beings, becoming the oppressors instead of fighters for freedom and justice, love, and compassion, turning against every religious rule and every rule of God, the goddess, faith, hope, and love, and becoming agents of demonic, hateful powers. And then, in order to try to protect themselves and pretend like they're good people, they are forced to not be able to think clearly, to put chains on their minds, to do mental gymnastics in order to not see the truth, while something deep inside, that divine spark, that perfect intellect is being strangled to death and suffering as it sees all of the ugliness and tries to rebel against it. That's what's happening in our society now. Many people have begun to take drugs or some type of psychotropic prescription drugs in order to try to cover over that voice that keeps screaming that something is wrong. 
Some drink alcohol. Some have sexual addictions. Some are addicted to adrenaline, doing dangerous things with the hope somehow that they will miss a turn or something will fail so that they will be dead, put out of their misery. And that is no way to live. That's no way to awaken. That is no way to partake of life instead of just living. What we talk about on these radio shows is being part of the life process fully and completely bypassing the foolishness and bypassing the institutional madness and going straight to the source, whatever you might call that source, in order to be free. The question is, do you want to be free? Or do you want to keep pretending? Do you want to be an actor who has forgotten the fact that he or she is in a play? And at the end of the day, when the curtain falls, he or she will have to pack up all of their stuff, return home, and have their act evaluated. Because you see, the scary thing about this play is that it is not one that is done with a script. It's not one that you can memorize your part for. No, this is a play that is done without a script where one has to act and react immediately. So the hurt and the pain and the suffering that is caused by one actor upon the other is not going to be forgotten. It will be remembered. And one will make amends for whatever one has done while carried away in their part. Mainly because that small little part that we silenced with the drugs or we silenced through the sexual addiction or we silenced through the addiction of adrenaline or the many ways we've done it is silent but it's still there. And that part of ourselves will be the critic who will determine what our future will be after the curtain falls. Thanks for being with us. It's always good. And we will be with you again soon, 12 o'clock in the morning.
Thursday. Join us for Just Talking. Talking. Where you can hear a very brief story, sometimes a little longer. A thought-producing but enjoyable story. And you can call in if you would like to in order to shoot the breeze after the story's done. Thanks again. Namaste, folks. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. Say what? The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.